Welcome to the Jennings Wire online magazine podcast series, where we feature interviews with top authors and experts. My name is Stacey Amaral Kaufman. I'm the radio director for the national PR firm Annie Jennings PR, the creator of Jennings Wire online magazine that offers powerful top market radio talk show campaigns with free unlimited media training and guaranteed deliverables, as well as the famous performance publicity program for major online, TV, and print media where clients only pay for secured placements. Today, we're featuring a conversation with Christian De La Huerta, who, with 30 years of experience, is a sought-after spiritual teacher, personal transformation coach, and leading voice in the breathwork community. His new book, Awakening the Soul of Power, was described by multiple Grammy Award winner Gloria Stefan as, quote, a bomb for the soul of anyone searching for truth and answers to life's difficult questions. Wow. Welcome, Christian. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you so much, Stacey. I'm delighted to be here and and honored to be here. Thank you. Well, we are honored to have you, and we might as well jump right into it and talk about this new book, Awakening the Soul of Power. Tell us why you wrote it and just a little bit more about the book itself. You know, I there's, the thing is that most of us have an ambivalent relationship with power. We, we want it, but we're afraid of it. And so what we, what we end up doing, because on top of that, you know, we've been conditioned to think that power is bad and that power corrupts and that power is evil. So combine that with the fact that we're also conditioned to stuff all our emotions and we have labeled the emotions weakness. So we, we are terrified of confrontation and we avoid conflict put all that together in a mix and we what we end up doing is selling out on our power. We end up saying yes when inside we really feel no because we don't want to rock the boat too much. And that is not a very effective strategy because the more we suppress that, the more frustrated and, and the angrier we get inside um, or the more that we walk away with, with from relationships and situations with, with our tail between our legs. And what's between our legs and what's important to to realize is that there are different kinds of power. And what they forgot to tell us about that power corrupts quote is that it was specifically referring to political power, not the interpersonal power that you and I are talking about. It's really important that we reclaim our personal power and find ways of expressing it that are a match for who we are. Well, Christian, I think that's so important, making that, you know, difference known, because you're right, people hear the word power, and they probably do shrink back a little bit when you have to look inside yourself. And I'm sure that with your 30 years of experience as a personal transformation coach and spiritual teacher, you know, you've seen this over and over again, and it probably inspires you. Tell us a little bit about what else inspires your work. You know, I, I always reference the quote from Einstein, you know, that you can't solve a problem from the same level of consciousness in which it was created. So when I look at the world and all the problems that we're facing that feel completely overwhelming, what I always land on is like the only way out of this hole that we have collectively dug ourselves into, it has to be thinking outside of the box. We and, and from my perspective, it's it's nothing. What's what's needed is nothing short than a, nothing less than a leap in consciousness, a, a spiritual revolution. And so that's what drives my work. You know, that's what inspired this book. It's like how do we 
again, like how do we figure out a way to be uh, that that encourages to be all also to be all of all that we can be, rather than selling out um, for the illusions of security, for for mar- morsels of pseudo love, um, and and all the other ways that we end up selling ourselves out on. Yeah, I love that message too. The illusion of security. I think that there may be a couple of people I know of that <laughs> I can see <laughs> that may have done that myself. Uh, I I do have people that I I know in in my own life that um, a lot of what you're saying uh, hits hits home. It hits home, and I'm sure that's the case for uh, a lot of people out there that are listening. That they're like, yeah, you know, Seriously. either it's themselves and or some a loved one. Exactly. And, you know, and COVID has kind of highlighted that for us. We used to, like how many of us that used to be feel secure and the illusion of security of a biweekly paycheck suddenly found ourselves without it. Um, and so where are we going to place our trust? You know, on these companies that can go belly up on any given day, are we going to place our trust on, on a worldwide economic system that is illusion? You know, it's made up. We used to think it was paper. It's not even that. It's just ones and zeros up on a cloud somewhere. So, so that's what I mean—that it's that it's an illusion of security. And the thing is that we sell ourselves so cheaply. Like, if you tell me, okay, I'm selling—I hate my job, but I'm but I'm making three quarters of a million dollar, then okay, then we can talk about selling ourselves. But most of us are selling ourselves really cheaply. Mm. Now, this book you say is for everyone, uh, but has a particular message for women. Why is that? You know, um, and that's right. Um, I think we're all faced with that challenge, but I think in, in particular women have an addi- additional layer to to overcome when it comes to power because there's that conditioning that is, you know, that, that like women must, I mean, I, I know from working with a lot of women and doing retreats on women empowerment, for many years that a lot of women feel like if I really stepped into my power, if I really unleashed all of who I am, then I wouldn't find a partner. I wouldn't find a a man. I wouldn't find a a husband. Um, And so they stifle themselves. And, and when I look at the world, you know, when I, when I, again, like looking strategically, what, what needs to happen in the world, I think that, the single most important thing that needs to happen in the world is the empowerment of women, because to that we can connect every other issue that we face as a species. So when, when, we, when women are in 50% of power in the world, we're going to have a very different relationship to war and poverty and hunger and social justice and how we treat the environment. So it's, it's not to idealize women, it's not to put women up on a pedestal and add other layers of responsibility. It's not about that at all. It's that the world has been really running off balance between the, between the masculine and the feminine energies. And, and that's just no longer sustainable. Right. Like the yin and the yang. In a sense, right? You need a little bit exactly. of both. <laughs> exactly. And, and, and yeah. that's, I love that, that metaphor that you bring because it's not like a, a geometric, you know, circle divided in equal half. It's kind of curvy. And then there's a little dot mm-hmm. of each in the other. To me, indicates that we all have a masculine and feminine energies. No matter no matter what kind of body we're in, we we all carry those energies. 
Yeah, I think that that's, that's beautiful. That's a beautiful question. What final message do you have for our audience today? Well, you know, that in a way, I'm an unlikely person to be speaking about personal empowerment and, and writing about what it means to be a hero in the 21st century. I can't tell you how painfully shy um, I was as a, as a teenager, as a, as a young person. And as I look back at my adolescence, it was like, like one long depression. And these days, like no matter what happens in my life, a relationship works out or it doesn't, a project succeeds or it fails, quote, in quotes. I, no matter what happens, no matter what the circumstances are, I never question my self-worth. So that I know, like, because I've also worked with so many people that most of us deal with issues of self-esteem and not feeling like we're good enough or feeling not worthy. And so what I want to reassure people is that we can, that that can be healed and all that can be overcome. And, and I know from personal experience that these teachings that I, that I am sharing in this book will help them get free from all that stuff and, and will really help them step into their own power and, and develop a, a much deeper sense of who they are. Well, thank you for sharing about the new book, Awakening the Soul of Power, with us today, Christian. You can learn much more, everybody out there, about Christian de la Huerta and, of course, Awakening the Soul of Power online on his website, which is soulfulpower.com. That's soulful, S-O-U-L-F-U-L, power.com. Thanks again, Christian. Thank you so much, Stacey. Appreciate all you do. And thank you all for listening to this podcast brought to you by AnnieJenningsPR.com. Please also visit JenningsWire.com to enjoy a rich community of talented, insightful, and relevant bloggers and podcasters. Till next time.